Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Just packed 6.05, and it's time for a tale of sand and ice. And no, it's not a prequel to uh, Game of Thrones or anything. It's, uh, <laughs> it's something completely different, but it does involve sand and ice. And uh, and recently, a great big ball rolling down the North Saskatchewan River. That's a, that's, that's a big ball. <laughs> what is going on? Let's find out. <laughs> Kaylee Rutherford is uh, with uh, Sports and Culture with Explore Edmonton. Hi, Kaylee. Hi, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Tell us all, what, what's going on with this beach volley volleyball tournament this weekend? Yeah, so Edmonton is hosting the Volleyball World Beach Pro Tour Challenge event this weekend. So this is a beach pro tour, so it's an annual circuit, so featuring the best teams in the world, and Edmonton is one of two Canadian stops on their calendar. Oh, good. That's so, a- right, it is ice and sand, so it's mm-hmm. taking place in the ice district in the fan park um, starting this Thursday until Sunday. So we'll be welcoming some of the best beach volleyball players in the world uh, to come compete in Edmonton, and there'll also be you know, live music and really that uh, festival-like atmosphere downtown. That's a nice little fe- uh, feather in our cap. I, would, <laughs> I guess the, the whole ice district and the, uh, the beach part uh, wasn't lost on anybody. It ends up being a really good spot to do. Yeah, no, for sure. That was, you know, one of the original, uh, you know, where are we going to host this? Where are we going to create a beach volleyball tournament? Um, And first thing that came to our minds was, let's do it in the downtown course. So obviously our partners at OEG were definitely interested, uh, the fan park being new this year. So, yeah, it turned out to be a great location for this. And Kaylee, give us an idea about sports tourism and Edmonton and how that uh, that area area of the tourism sector has grown over the past number of years. Yeah, it's definitely grown. Our team, um, you know, has grown on the sport and culture side at Explore Edmonton. And, you know, Edmonton is no stranger to hosting major international events. So, you know, we, we always welcome them to our city with open arms. And we've hosted a lot of volleyball events in our city. So, you know, when this opportunity came to be, we felt super confident we could get all the right partners involved to make sure this was a success. So, you know, we're not only looking at hosting this just in 2023. This is hopefully going to be a multi-year deal. So we'll bring this event back over the next three years. So that's exciting for us. You know, not only does it bring in significant economic impact to our city, but it's also a very unique experience for Edmontonians to get to experience watching beach volleyball uh, downtown so you know what it seems like they're pretty good partners too you go to the website and, and then you check in the uh, the challenge in Edmonton and it's looking for a place to stay in Edmonton read more uh, lots of other things about the city and talking about the official partners including yourselves at Explore Edmonton but uh, hotels city of Edmonton province of Alberta and all that kind of thing uh, so it does seem like uh, the, the beach volleyball folks are are happy to play ball as as it were. Yeah, I mean, it, this is some of the most like iconic cities in the world, right? So hosting this in Edmonton, there's definitely some challenges, you know, getting all that sound downtown. But, <laughs> you know, we have some, some great partners we've worked with, you know, Volleyball World, Volleyball Canada, Volleyball Alberta, you know, just to name a few. And the city of Edmonton, you know, it's really getting all of these people on board to host this. Um, and when we all come together as a collective effort, um, we were able to make it happen. So. Where do you get um, all of that sand and how much you need to bring in? <laughs> 
fans. So I know more about fans than I ever thought I would know now um, <laughs> after this event. So there is a supplier that uh, Volleyball World uses, and, you know, they they bring it in. I'm not exactly sure where it comes from, but it comes in in many trucks uh, and gets dumped into the fan park. So, yeah, I'm not sure if you saw, saw them loading it in, but I drove by the other day, and it was, man, it's a lot of fans. So. I'm guessing it'd have to be pretty deep, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, it does have to be, like, you know, fit the requirements for uh, to play this level of beach volleyball. So it is quite deep. And, you know, that's another challenge is we were, we had to find a place, too, that could support that weight because it is quite heavy to have that much fan. So the fan park was, you know, the ideal location. Yeah, so specifically, uh, is there is there room for, for fans? Are there bleachers that will be set up? Is it one court? Are there multiple courts? Uh, give us uh, the whole fan experience and what you, you might be able to uh, encounter. Definitely. So, like I said, it's going to be, you know, there's live music, there's food, drinks, so there's lots of room for fans. Um, so there's, I believe there's five courts set up in there, so there's quite a quite a few. There's a main feature court, so there's going to be, um, you know, seating for fans, you know, you can walk around, you could buy, you know, a day pass if you wanted, or there's all weekend passes, so you can get these through um, Volleyball World's website and right through Ticketmaster, so there's definitely different options um, to see, you know, certain days or all weekend i know i'll be checking it out all weekend but uh, kaylee yeah. one other thing i mean uh i guess part of the marketing uh of all of this has included this giant <laughs> volleyball that's been rolling yeah. around on the north saskatchewan give us some insight into that um, uh, yeah, I know that created a lot of buzz around the city, which I think was the intention, definitely, right? Mm. So, Explore Edmonton partnered with uh, Vignettes, so that's local in- industrial design company uh, based in Edmonton. So, we produced this 20 by 20 foot inflatable volleyball, um, and we essentially towed it down the North Saskatchewan River. So um, <laughs> we were really looking forward to, you know, drumming up some excitement with this activation and, you know, creating a sense of curiosity and excitement uh, amongst Edmontonians. Um, you know, we also, you know, had it on social media. So really creating some buzz around the event. And I think if you saw that, your immediate reaction would be kind of like, what is, what is this? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we uh, definitely wanted to promote the event and create um, you know, interest in attending this weekend. But definitely a temporary thing. It's not like the volleyball becomes uh, a fixture like the talus balls or something like that. You know, I think, you know, there's a potential for that to happen. Who knows? So, uh, no, it's just just this year, but who knows what other tricks, you know, we have up our sleeves for, for future events. So Awesome. Kaylee, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, tons of fun and uh, looking forward to the event this weekend. All the best. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. You betcha. So you've got the the talus dome, the balls on the white mud. <laughs> you've got the giant baseball bat down on, on what? Alberta, Alberta Avenue. Ave. Yes. Why can't we have the, you know, just prop up this big giant yeah, uh, volleyball, volleyball somewhere? Sure. Why not? Volleyball is one of my all-time favorite sports number one to play mm-hmm. and number two to watch but there's such a difference like beach volleyball is so much more elite than like gymnasium volleyball oh uh, you know i'm gonna call you on that no. one no 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 really? i think i personally <laughs> i think a team the team of six in a in a gym i mean it's 
it's it's it's off the charts. Beach volleyball is good. I mean, two people out there and what they have to do and how they have to cover. I think that's good. But I think team, like a full team, that you're not going to see anything like that when it comes to to the digs, to the hits, to the no. And, and I, I think, think I, and I think it's still volleyball, but they're two entirely different games. Exactly. It, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. You know, you can compare them if you if you must, but yeah. there's no sense. Athleticism's uh, crazy in beach volleyball. Well, I, I get exhausted walking mm-hmm. through the sand. Yeah, can you? I can't playing imagine. volleyball. <laughs> on the sand? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I Save mean, if you've ever night. gone away, like if you've gone somewhere, you know, I don't know, to Mexico and, hey, let's play some beach volleyball. Seamless. Sounds like a great idea after yeah. a couple of daiquiris <laughs> until you're out there and it's like, God, you're picking sand out of places that should never have ever seen it. <laughs> that's that's never happened in Mexico where it seemed like a good idea at the time, really. <laughs> never happened. What happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. It was interesting. Kaylee was mentioning some of the other, you know, uh, cities around the world yep. where the, the pro beach tour goes. So I was just looking through some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in Canada, Montreal is the other one. So we have Edmonton okay. and Montreal. But then you can go to, uh, to to Hungary. You can go to San Juan, Argentina, Hamburg, Germany, uh, Paris, France, uh, Mexico, Goa, India, the Maldives, and du- Dubai. Wow, nice. It's all over the place. What would have been kind of cool, and if the North Saskatchewan River had played along. If we had an accidental beach? If we had accidental beach ah. this year and had a game at the beach. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah, slimy river sand. That'd That's be right. awesome. So yeah, just slip sliding away. You can check out volleyballworld.com and look under competitions. You'll find the Edmonton one. 6.15, a quick pause here. When we come back, concert etiquette. It's been in the, it's been in the news a lot lately from people throwing stuff on stage, including ashes, cremated ashes. That's so weird. Um, Miranda Lambert was the latest to stoke the fire on this one. We'll get into it next. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Go and fix your makeup, girl. It's just a breakup. Run and hide your crazy and start acting like a lady. Cause I wish you better gotta keep it together even when you This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. So over the past number of weeks, there's been a lot of news stories about incidents happening at concerts. Mm-hmm. kind of started, uh, B.B. Rexa got uh, biffed in the head by someone throwing a cell phone at her while she was performing. Uh, got her right in the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. She ended up having to go to uh, a hospital. Um, an audience member slapped uh, Ava Max at a concert in June. Mm-hmm. She's a dance pop singer, and, and her eye got scratched. Um, a bracelet was thrown at Kelsey Ballerina lately, a country singer, and then... Pink concert not too long ago. A concert goer threw the ashes of her cremated mom on stage. All right, so there's been a lot going on. People are like, okay, enough. Adele was talking about it recently saying, I dare y'all to throw something at me. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. And then just the other night, Miranda Lambert stopped a concert because she was playing in Vegas uh, and you know in the middle of a song and then she stopped it because somebody was taking and not just somebody a bunch of, of people fans out in the audience were taking selfies with her in the background so she's getting the flash in her eyes and all that stuff and then this is what she said to them something 
everyone's pissing me off a little bit. So she's, she was singing her song. She stopped singing the song and said, if you missed that, because it was a little fuzzy to hear, she says, these girls are worried about their selfies and not listening to the song, and it's... And it's Pissing me off. Ticking me off a little yeah. bit. She said, I don't like it at all. We're here to hear some country music tonight. And then she started back up. She says, shall we start again? So it was a group of about six women, fairly close to the stage. They had been trying to get some selfies earlier before the show started, but they said the lighting was bad, so they didn't like it. But they were doing this, you know, closer to the front of the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, right in the middle of the show. So is it appropriate for an artist to tell a fan how they're going to enjoy the show? And that's been the debate that's been going on, is they pay their money, they go to see the show, they can do whatever they want. This is in Vegas, they're in a VIP section apparently. So that's the question is, but I guess the other question is, does doing that take anything away from the rest of the audience? So are you then impacting other fans' experience? I think that's more the issue than you know, whether the artist is ticked off. Yeah, you know, when you kind of start looking at this, so, so that's first off, that 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 um, that uh, stage, I mean, it's about a 6,000 uh, stage or, or seat theatre. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a huge, huge, it's not like you're going to a show at Rogers Place or no, something like that. No, it's in Vegas, it's a it's, cozy 6,000. It's the, 6, the residency, yeah. right? Um, I, you know, first off, okay, Miranda Lambert, you want to stop it, you want to call someone out, you do you. But these are your fans. They've paid a boatload of money to be there. My biggest concern is what you've touched on, Daryl, is the impact on the other fans. Once you have six women or six people at the front of stage doing this, um, it's going to embolden other people to come up there and do it. So next thing you know, you have a steady stream of people going up there and do that. And let me tell you something. If I was the fan who had bought the seats um, where these people were doing it in front of, I'd be right yeah. ticked off. It'd be take off with your selfie. Yes. Stop it. I'm trying to trying to watch yeah. this. Now there are a lot of people went out and and went after Miranda Lambert mm-hmm. for doing this and saying you you know to leave the fans alone. There were others on social media who came to her defense, yeah. saying that these individuals and and you know it's a lot of hearsay and and different versions of the story, but their version was that they had taken multiple selfies that they were not watching. They were just playing around and bouncing around in the VIP section yeah. and and just being disrespectful to the the whole ambiance in the first place. And it just got to her after a while. And then, so that it wasn't the one incident, it was a series of them leading up. I don't know which one's true. Everybody everybody has their own versions of the truth, <laughs> it seems, when they're at, a, at an event and something happens. There's there's some experts out there who've been weighing in on this, saying one of the things is that this behavior sometimes, or believes, that it stems from the blurring of online and real-life boundaries, right? We need to get this, we need to get this, you know, fans clamoring to try and get a viral moment to go viral with their favorite artists. But we've seen, we just saw it in the Tour de France last week or earlier this week of that uh, dude that, uh, you know, stepped out to get a selfie as the riders were going by yeah, and the whole peloton went. The, yeah. whole, the whole group went Wipes down. Wipes them all out. Right? Yeah. 
I think I think we've become so unaware of our surroundings and, and, and what our actions, how they're impacting other things or how they could impact other things. Oh, it's so important to get that shot. You, you got to get that shot with your camera because yeah. you're there. And it, if, it, if, if there ain't a pick, it didn't happen. Right. How many times does that happen? Now, uh, in reference to the Miranda Lambert, yes, it wasn't a selfie. We used that, that term. Somebody just on the text line said basically it's somebody taking a picture of four or five yeah. women and then, you know, it's, it's a bright light on them because that wasn't just the flash mm-hmm. from a phone. So I think maybe that was also a little little more. Same kind of idea. Well, but, the thing yeah. is you get nailed with a spotlight and you're up yeah. on stage and somebody's mm-hmm. blasting you with the wrong kind of spotlight. I don't know, it'd drive you nuts too. Concert but, etiquette, friends. What do you think? Etiquette. Yeah, and in this case, that is nothing compared to the throwing stuff on yeah. the stage and actually potentially hurting somebody. That's a totally different level of inappropriate activity. I Re- still don't get why people do that. Remember when before it was just undergarments getting thrown on stage? Yeah. <laughs> so they were saw, yeah, you didn't even dare throw an underwire abroad, did you? Because that could, that could be deadly. I don't know. It goes a little bit further, though. A little bit more weight to it. <laughs> what do you think? Let us know at 780-496-0063. Uh,